Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. It is a profound honor to welcome to our show for the very first time Shunya Morty. We're going to call him Shunya today. He is an incredible teacher. You can learn more about him by going to his website at satyoga.org. A lot of his teachings you can find on YouTube. And he always seems to have this calming, soothing effect and greater insight into this world, something very unique. Shunya, welcome to our show. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. All right. So for a person who's based in the world and looking at what's happening, I guess primarily looking at the world through their ego, through the human, and maybe not necessarily being having the access to that spirit, how do you perceive the world at this present moment compared to how a typical person who is completely constrained by their body, who is not in touch with the spirit, sees the world? <laughs> it's a very good question and a difficult question to answer because even to put it into language that would be understandable to such a being with the, the many false beliefs that you are describing uh, make it impossible to understand what real freedom is, okay? So what uh, the process of yoga is, is freeing oneself from everything that is false. And we can begin with the fact that you are consciousness, not the body. The body is simply a vehicle of consciousness. And when you have realized that you are consciousness that pre-existed the body and that will exist after the death of the body, you enter an entirely different space of consciousness that is free of many of the constraints of the fear of death, the fear of abandonment, the fear of loneliness, all of the psychological defenses of the ego you become free of. And the, the ego is weighed down. In fact, you could say all it is is a network of defenses around the heart, protecting the heart, but the ego itself doesn't know its own heart. So the, the self that has realized who it is, who we are, who the one self is, is completely free of all of those uh, egoic um, ideologies and projections that have created our suffering. And once you've achieved self-realization, there, there's no longer any suffering. Suffering comes from illusion. So it's a freedom from all illusion. And the illusion has many, many levels these days because people have so many false beliefs about science, about psychology, about uh, evolution, about matter, uh, beliefs about uh, society and politics, all of those. One has to let go of all of that to know what freedom really is. And then one has to let go of the ego itself. 
because it's the ego concept that obstructs the infinite nature of consciousness. The truth is there is only one consciousness. There isn't a multiplicity of egos. That is an illusion. That one consciousness has created this illusion like a dream or a holographic simulation of a world. But actually, we have never left the one consciousness. So the sages uh, of classical times and of Eastern wisdom all say the world is unreal. It's maya. It's an illusion. It's literally a projection. And physics now will say the same thing. But we can understand it theoretically, but it's not the same as realizing it fully. So the difference between, let's say, an ego who has studied some spiritual thinking and, and uh, uh, spiritual uh, paradigms of reality is not in the same position as one who has realized the truth of it firsthand. And that's, that's the, the, the level that we need to get to and why I think everything that's happening in the world today is happening, to awaken us to that need to achieve realization, which is total freedom. But it's the difference between studying electricity and getting electrocuted. They're totally different. You can study all you want. What the body goes through, if it's hit by a bolt of lightning, it won't be anything like what happens when the bolt actually hits you. And that's what self-realization is. Well, thank you for that answer. I love to help people to get to that point. Curious how they can get to that point. And when it comes to the ego, okay, so if you are a point of attraction of infinite consciousness and you are the spirit within the body, people seem to, I would imagine this, that, at least my experience of this, is that it, the intuition seems to be related to how I'm feeling in the body. If I'm healing, having a gut feeling, I'm relating as my body because my point of attraction, my vehicle for this reality is the body. And I know the ego apparently, as you said, is supposed to protect the heart. So at what point can you actually have a healthy balance where your ego is navigating yourself through this reality, where you're accumulating experiences that are necessary for your spiritual growth without completely discarding it? Because I know a lot of these teachings say, well, you have to you know, push the ego aside, put it to death and keep it away. But don't you have to have some uh, necessary aspects of ego uh, to be running in order to sustain your life, to sustain your livelihood, to sustain your body, your vehicle, to attain more experiences in this reality? Mm -hmm. Very good question. <clears throat> the ego has certain aspects that are real and other aspects that are unreal. So the ego's false beliefs are unreal, but its capacity to think is real. But the ego is not using that capacity accurately. It's not reasoning. It's not thinking clearly. It's thinking incoherently. So we have, a, we have two vehicles in our lives in the phenomenal plane. One is the physical body. But that's chemistry and physiology, and, and it, it is, in, in a way, not conscious. It's conscious at a certain level, a cellular level, etc. But the real vehicle that we use is the soul vehicle. Now, people in the ego are not even aware that they have a soul vehicle, 
but the soul vehicle is a, a vehicle that extends and has a lifespan way beyond that of the body. So you've had many lifetimes if, in the soul consciousness. And this life is only the last of a long series. And you're able to call upon all the wisdom of all of the series of those lives. And then you can navigate this world much better using the soul vehicle than the ego vehicle. So the ego is almost like a tumor in the soul. It's a, it's a cancerous, uh, false uh, uh, network of defensiveness uh, because it's mainly based out of fear and lack which creates desire, greed, and attachment, and all of that, that constrains our freedom. But the soul vehicle is in touch with the spirit, with the absolute self, and is able then to use the intelligence of the infinite self to navigate through the world. So you can live much more successfully, much more empoweredly, much more uh, focused on what is true and achieving the optimal outcome of all of your efforts in life. Whereas the ego tends to have within it a, um, a, a superego figure or, or a, uh, a figure that is uh, creating a kind of self-sabotage or self-betrayal within it. it. There's a death drive. There's such a fear of being fully alive that there's a suicidal tendency or a tendency to close down within a protective shell. But the soul, because it's fearless, opens up to the infinite, opens up to love, opens up to empathy, and is able to live in real beautiful relationality with nature and with other beings, and to see what is best and truest within them, and thus to create a very positive kind of living environment, uh, rather than one based on paranoia and uh, delusory uh, projections. So I would say shift from the ego vehicle to the soul vehicle. And from there, then, liberation is very easy to attain. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.